Here's the snap. Looking. Flips the ball. Diving for the pylon. And he's got it. Razzle dazzle. Touchdown, Houston. And the Texans go in front. There is no offseason for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it. And they do. Now, it's Texans All Access. Oh, man, I want that ball. Get that ball back, defense. Let's go. Let's be watching that stuff. August 14th, the scheduled start. Under two months to go. The scheduled start for preseason football. Welcome to Texans All Access. Mark Vandermeer with you tonight with John Harris, Crosstown, and Bridget in studio producing for us. And, Johnny, away we go. We've got Who's Better coming up in segment two. And I've got a stadium battle. I've got a franchise all-time Final Four. Well, it's not really an all-time Final Four, but it's um, sort of a consolation bracket. You'll get my drift when we get there. Announcer talk, all the stuff going on around the league. How are you doing tonight, my friend? You know I geek out on announcer talk, man. You know I do. I love love that stuff. So I I know people, you geek out on film. Yeah, I do. I geek out on film. But announcer, I love talking about the men and women that broadcast not only this sport but every sport. I I I love it. I just it. I think people are like ah, oh, you know, I just turned on the sound. Well, you got to listen to something. You know, yeah. you got to listen to something. And well, hopefully, you turn on the sound on the TV and listen to us uh, when yeah. the Texans are playing. Better. Uh, but I I love I I love I, I love broadcaster talk. I, that's Sean Sean Pentagon used to say. Oh yeah, you geek out on the draft. I'm like, yeah, I do. But broadcaster talk, I could geek out on that all day. Well, and and the broadcasters are necessary, and anyone who wants to disagree with me, think about it like this. Any sports movie you've seen, I mean, and look, it can't be every single one, but I would venture to say 95% of sports movies that you've seen, in the climactic scene, there's some sort of play-by-play going on during whatever game action or competitive action you're seeing, whatever the sport is. You're hearing some play-by-play, Rocky movies, obviously, just about every football movie we've ever seen, baseball, the natural. I mean, all of these movies, Major League, I mean, they feature the the announcers, Bob Uecker. So you always have that sort of underline the caption of what is happening on the screen, if you will. And I think that speaks volumes because they had that, you know, NBC had once upon a time that announcerless game that they still use to audition announcers. I think they still use that. Um, I don't know why they just couldn't take a game and take the announcers out of the, uh, you know, out of the feed and just have you call it. But uh, they still use that sometimes, but they tried that experiment and it didn't work. People kind of liked somebody keeping them company during the game at the very least. Yeah, I, I think about that game, and it was such a novelty to not have announcers, uh, and you picked up ambient sound. I mean, I, I, uh, what I, before I, I joined uh, you and Andre for game broadcast, I would be up in the uh, press box watching games, you know, covering the Texans, and it was, it was not fun. It was not fun because there was no – I, there was no, there was no storyline to it. There was, and they no, don't open the windows up there in the press I know, box. I know, and and we couldn't hear. It just, I don't know. I I felt like I needed something. So when I'm down on the yeah. sidelines now, I have you and Andre in my ears, and it it's just, it's that much better. I don't know that I could. I, I've thought about this. Could I be down on the sidelines and not have mm-hmm. you guys in my ears? It probably would drive me insane. Hey, it one would, of the worst drive me crazy. Be one out, of the worst quiet. sports movies I've ever seen, Johnny, is called Summer Catch with Freddie Prince. He oh, plays it's so the Cape, good. He, I know it's so bad, it's good. It's he so plays bad, in the Cape good. Cod League. Yes. And you know the one, you know the one shining thing about the movie is Jessica Biel. She looks fantastic. There's a tremendous scene where she, you know, walks out of the pool and and he sees her and he crashes the lawnmower and it's kind of funny and cute and it's, and all the, all of that. Yeah. Anyway. Kurt Gowdy's in that movie in the book. The legendary Kurt Gowdy is calling the action in the Cape, Cape Codley. Cape Codley gets Kurt Gowdy, and I love, I love Kurt Gowdy. He's one of the, the the great voices in baseball, uh, AFL. I love Kurt Gowdy, and when I heard him doing that, there was a little part of me that 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 died that day, and a little part of me that cried. Like, okay, but I I love that movie. It's so bad, it's good. It's it is. So it's, it's one of those bad. It's good. Well, if it's I know on. I watch it. I know. I must have. I must have mentioned this on the show before. But you know, the replacement player year of 1987, mm-hmm. the New England Patriots had a new radio announcer, and his name was Kurt Gowdy for that year. 
and Kurt Gowdy. Yes, he was back calling radio for the oh. New England Patriots. Uh, once upon a time, a Red Sox radio man, I believe, Kurt Gowdy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he was calling the Patriots in 87, well past his prime. <laughs> And poor guy had to call replacement players, you know, who's on the roster today? I mean, poor Ugh. guy had to deal with that. So that was not a good way to go out for Kurt Gowdy, but nobody remembers that. All right, let's uh, let's give you a little bit of the lay of the land here. Uh, we, yesterday we talked about the report that a couple of players from the franchise have tested positive for COVID. We don't know anything else about that. Of course, they're not going to release anything about it. You saw the report about Zeke. Uh, you, you see reports of, what, stadium workers on the construction of some of the stadiums. The Superdome had some yeah. workers that tested positive. Um, they had a number, but who knows? And, you know, there's some stuff out there. You know, people are going to get this thing. And I heard the promo just before we went on the air. I believe it was Lopez saying, uh, you know, we're, we're getting ever so close to a possible delay of the season if this kind of stuff keeps up. And I think that, you know, all of that would be possible, could be possible, once you get the players back, if you cannot prevent an outbreak, you know, if there's an outbreak, if, if yeah. one or two guys get it, okay, you can deal with that. Right. But, you know, if one or two guys get it, the chances are it could spread. And right. I was kind of hoping by now, here we are June 16th, I was hoping by now we could kind of like throttle back on this thing a little bit. But, you know, clearly it's not like it's gone crazy, COVID. But as far as being able to play professional football, it's not quite where you want it yet, in my opinion. There's still time. There's still time. But I'd like to see a little bit of, uh, for lack of a better word, improvement in the situation. Yeah, and it, the, the biggest thing is it hasn't gone away. That's, that's the part. It just kind of, you know, I don't say mm -hmm. it, it, it just kind of lingered in the background as we were socially distancing from one another, like, okay, but it never fully went away. And then we started to open up. People started to be a little bit more freer about, are they going to wear a mask, not wear a mask? And then, you know, here in Houston, and for it, I want to make this clear, for it, for the, the, an amazing reason, we had a gathering of 65,000, 70,000 people in downtown Houston, in very close quarters, uh, at the the protest, the peaceful protest uh, brought on by Trade the Truth and Bumpy. I mean, that's when's the last time Mark sixty five to seventy thousand Houstonians were in that close quarters rodeo, mm -hmm. and even before that, yeah. the Texans yeah. wild card game. Yep. So, and then you had Memorial Day weekend before that, where. We saw videos and pictures from all over the place of people congregating and getting together unlike they had been prior to, and the, the virus just wasn't gone. But I came up with an idea, though, Mark. I came What's up with idea? an idea. So, you know, in baseball, now I don't know the actual – it's, it's funny because, you know, in baseball, you know that sport they used to play? Um, yeah, I remember but, vaguely. I don't know what the number of days is, but I want to say that over the years there's been a 15-day disabled list, a 30-day disabled list, and then there was like a 60-day disabled list. I think for this one year, because it is such a unique situation, and given COVID, I think we ought to go to something like that in the NFL. I know it's nuts. I know, oh, man, Belichick will find a way to – look, it's a one-year situation – and the reason I came up with that, or I was thinking about that, was what do you do with these players that end up if they test positive? So they've got to, you know, isolate for how many ever days. Mm -hmm. They get well. It doesn't take them all season to get well. And they've got an opportunity to come back. But so do you just hold a roster spot available and they just go on your inactive? And what happens if you do have a mini outbreak and there are four or five guys that have to be isolated? You're just talking about roster spots that can get you know, burned up really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to do not, something. Why not help them out a little bit and give them like a, like a, you know, a three-week DL or you know, mm -hmm. a month-long DL? And if somebody does get COVID, they've got the opportunity to come back. They don't have to go on IR. And I know that the CBA is allowing – teams now to bring back three players as opposed to two which is great I think that's awesome and I know why they've done that over the years I understand why they somebody goes to IR originally you couldn't come off it I got that I mean there were teams abusing IR for what they were doing stashing players etc but this would be a way I think 
because how do you answer, answer that? You know, what happens if a player gets, you know, gets COVID? Well, okay, he might be out a month. So does he count as one of your three players coming back off IR? He, and like, I, I, I agree. He, he really can't. You really yeah. have to do something like a Corona squad, you yeah. know, where you're, you're on the Corona squad now. The Corona and, DL. And, and you're, yes, you're going to be sequestered. You're going to be quarantined. And when you come back, you come back. I mean, I don't know how you work this, but this is this has undoubtedly been discussed. I mean, it's not like, hey, what are we going to do if that happens? You know, of course yeah. they've talked about oh, this I kind should of have. thing. Yeah. So I, I would imagine they have a lot of different options, and they're going to come up with some kind of plan because, you know, it's still kind of it doesn't really crack me up. I mean, it's a very serious thing, but you know, we just saw the Jordan thing, and I still go back to you know Jordan played with the flu and how brave he is, and it's like <laughs> now I'd be like. Get out of here. What are you kidding? You got got the sniffles? Get out. Get off this field. Get off this playing surface, whatever the sport is. You you sneezed? Get out of here. And that's what it is. I mean, I know that this is a, quote, deadly disease. I shouldn't even put that in quotes. It is. Uh, You know, obviously, the number, you're far less likely to suffer that fate if you're under 60. And, look, I don't want to get into all the data. Then we're going to get into a data debate, and people are going to be like, well, wait a minute. No, all right, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, that's the other thing, Johnny. I mean, players, the, the, quote, risk, and I'll put that in quotes, there is a risk. And... It varies from, you know, age group. It varies. And as far as the risk of contracting it, it varies according to sport, I would imagine. I mean, in the NBA and the NFL, you're probably more likely to get it from another player than you would be, say, in baseball, certainly in golf, right? Where you have no contact with the other player in golf and the other players virtually. Uh, so that that's something that the NBA players are discussing. Of course, you know, I, the, I think the protests came into play with some. I, I mean, I'm following that very closely. I mean, they're still good to go for Disney World, but, you know, there are a lot of naysayers out there who are doubting it. Uh, we'll see. You know, I, I would love to see it. I want to watch NBA basketball. I mean, I want to watch everything. So let's see how it plays out. As far as the NFL goes, though, I think you're right. You have to figure out a way to preserve that roster spot without having to go on IR because that could get really sticky. What if you get five to ten guys with it? You know, yeah. now your practice squad should be able to absorb some of that guys you had with you in camp who didn't get picked up by other teams. I mean, you'll be able to field a team. But it might not be exactly what you envisioned before the season started. So there are going to be a lot of interesting developments here. It's going to be kind of like a strike season in that, you know, I I just brought up 87 for different reasons. But in 87, you know, teams that, you know, some guys crossed the picket line a little bit earlier, you know, uh, some some people who, you know, worked out better on their own than others. uh, When they got back, like the Washington Redskins won the Super Bowl that year, they were they were good to go. The Washington Redskins actually won two Super Bowls in 82 and 87, which goes Gosh, to show right. you how much coaching and staying together and being together actually can aid your team in those situations. Now, those Redskins teams were talented, but Joe Gibbs did a heck of a job handling that situation, especially with the replacement players in 87. Uh, but he yep. had plenty of meetings with his players saying, look, don't cross the picket line. Whatever you do, stay They had nobody together. cross. They stay had nobody together. cross. Had nobody cross, and then mm-hmm. came back and ended up winning a championship with Doug Williams. You mentioned the NBA. I found this interesting. I had this tweet just pop up uh, on my feed from Charms uh, Charnia uh, from The Athletic. He said, in the NBA, this is the Orlando campus, as he's calling mm-hmm. it. He said, hotel amenity, amenities, players-only lounge. They can do NBA 2K, TVs, gaming, pool slash trails, Barbers, manicurists, pedicurists, 24-hour VIP concierge. For what? That's the one I'm like, like, what is it? Usually I have a concierge for what? Like, where am I going to go to dinner? Hey, can you help me get tickets to this concert? Like, what for what? Stuff you want from the outside world. Yeah, I guess. Um, Daily entertainment, movie screenings, DJ sets, video games, ping pong, pool, lawn games. And this is interesting. Players can attend other games. I mean, oh, if you've got nothing, cool. yeah. If you've got nothing else going on, mm-hmm. why the heck not? You know, so you hey, got like go watch LeBron watching Harden battle. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's like so straight up AAU. I love it. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love. I absolutely love. We that. got next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not yeah, bad. Exactly. That's exactly right. It's gonna be fun. So 
Uh, hopefully we can get uh, the NBA back sooner or later. But listen, you're right. The things that we're talking about, I'm sure the NFL has considered. And to J.C. Treader's point, anything that the NFL considers that ends up being some sort of change to the CBA has got to be approved with the NFLPA. So that's, I'm sure, something that both groups have considered and have talked about. But I think with you know this COVID situation that if you do test positive, I mean, you're talking a minimum of two weeks, but it shouldn't cost you the season if you can come back uh, right. and be healthy and get back healthy and, and prove that, uh, you know, you're, you're a negative case. So, I, but that's obviously something that, you know, obviously larger brains than mine have to try and figure out the league office. And I'm, I'm sure they will, but boy, it's going to make for a really, you know, you talked about Kirk Gowdy having to learn some replacement players. I don't think it might, will be quite like 2017 for you, but man, there were times when I, when I know you looked out at 2017 and you're like, Johnny, who's that guy over there at left guard? <laughs> Who's, when we had 78 are, players. Who are our receivers right now against the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans in oh, December? Yeah. Not named DeAndre Hopkins. Who are they? I don't know. Who's 38? Oh, that's Andre Ellington. Oh, yeah. 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 So Playing receiver. Hopefully, well, hopefully it won't get to that point. But, yeah, there could be some time where you're going to need the, the, uh, the program and the roster to be able to figure it out. How about almost pulling that game out? You know, know. there were – there were so many close games down the stretch that year, 2017. Baltimore was a pretty close game on a Monday night, right? Uh, yeah. It was. Baltimore it was pretty was close. Very close. Yeah, we went down and scored the first drive. It was like, oh, okay. We're, we're in this thing to stay. Uh, we got an opportunity. I remember, and I remember that Sunday night before the Ravens game, even though everything just seemed lost, we watched the Jaguars lose to the Cardinals. In Arizona, and we felt like, man, we get a win tonight. You never know. You never know. You never know. And then DeAndre gets his jersey ripped off all night from the Ravens. Uh, And then we're driving two times on them. And then T-Sizzle just makes one play after the next. And uh, that ended that that dream, if you will, uh, because he did that. Back to the NBA here for a moment. You know, baseball gets to go home, right, to their wives. NFL, they get to go home. Basketball, they're alone, okay? And I know they're with each other, but that's a long time. I, my gut time. always told me about the NBA, just go three, four weeks and play a tournament, play a, you know, and, and negotiate the rights fee with the, with the network, uh, the networks. Make it so they, they all get a piece, they pay, maybe it's a little bit less, everybody gets a little bit less, and you just finish off the season with a big tournament. And maybe it's not an actual champion. Maybe it's the NBA, like I said, the COVID champion. I don't know what you call it. Yeah. Um, the NBA Cup. Because the Silver Cup. Because, I don't know, it just feels so weird and so different and you know, so unlike the actual product that we're used to. Just make it all brand new. And you know what, Johnny? If you had a big NBA tournament, and I don't know the exact format off the top of my head, who's not watching that? I'd yeah, be glued exactly. oh, to watch that. Would that would be awesome. Then they're out of there awesome. four weeks and regroup for next year, you know, and start the season after Christmas, whatever their plans were, because they were thinking of that anyway, COVID yeah. or no COVID. They were thinking of starting the season after Christmas. Okay, let's take a little uh, pause here, and after we'll play Who's Better Today? Battle of the Franchise History Resumes, little announcer battle, also opposing stadium battle. It's all coming up on Who's Better here on Texans Radio. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Hey friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash Texans. 
It's a trillion-dollar economy, and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston, and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise, and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for six months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant, that's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. It's a Texas tradition. Since 1946, Blue Ribbon has proudly served Texan families natural smoked bacon and natural casing sausages made from premium ingredients seasoned for Texas tastes. It's the preferred sausage and bacon of the Houston Texans. Blue Ribbon, it's a Texas tradition. Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority wait list for free at HoustonTexans.com. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday mornings. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to life. Get 0% APR for up to 72 months on the Tucson or Santa Fe with no payments for up to 90 days. Hurry in today to your nearest Houston Hyundai dealer. Offers end 630-20. Call 469-613-0227 for more offer details. Well, looky here. The Yankees are fighting for a three-year-old document to not be opened that could potentially implicate them as cheaters. The Yankees insist that even though they've brought in their attorneys, quote, we're not doing this to cover up some smoking gun. Will a New York judge overrule the Yankees and MLB? Oh, please let them open this letter and please let us find out the contents of this letter. And finally expose New Yorkers for the dirty cheaters they are? Ha ha. Welcome to the club. Jump in. The water's warm, buddy. Stay tuned, H-Town. All right. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Fear of missing out is a real thing. Don't have FOMO when it comes to your favorite team? Follow the Houston Texans on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. 
Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Bridget producing. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. If you missed the first segment, oh, my gosh, the meaning of life was given out. Actually, not really. We were talking about uh, COVID and sports and things like that. But let's do this. Who's better? We've been doing this on Tuesdays at this time on a fairly regular basis. This game is just taking over the world right now, sort of. Let's get to this, Johnny. Who's better? Franchise history. The San Francisco 49ers or the Pittsburgh Steelers? Who's better? Now, you want me to give you some tale of the tape stuff? The 49ers have been to the Super Bowl. Not that it's all about that, but they've been to the Super Bowl seven times, and they've won five. Won five Super Bowls, right? Yes. Yes. The Pittsburgh Steelers, Johnny. The Pittsburgh Steelers have been to the Super Bowl eight times and won six. Who's better? I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers, and here's why. Okay. I, and it's not – it has nothing the, – the the championships are negligible, really, one six, one five. Um, I think San Francisco went to, what, a couple more Super Bowls. It's But it's not really that. What it is to me is – and I make sure I'm not hypocritical in saying this – Prior to 1970, 72, that was the first playoff appearance for the Steelers. Prior to that, the Steelers were just a miserable organization. But from 1972 on, they've been in the mix. They've mm-hmm. they've maybe fallen off an eight and eight here. You know, maybe they've had a rough year, a seven and nine there. But have the Steelers ever really been out of it? No, the Steelers have always been part of it. Now they didn't always make the playoffs. They didn't always have uh, a winning record in those years. But for the most part, they were in it. The 49ers have had too many hills and valleys. After the, after the, um, after the uh, uh, 80s, you know, they kind of dipped a little bit. Um, after the, I'm sorry, after the 94 Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they had a couple more playoff years, and then they dipped. The last, they dipped. You know, few years after Harbaugh they dipped a little bit they've had they've had periods where they've that's not been a model franchise it's not been uh you know the Chip Kelly years you know the Steelers have had Chuck Knoll and um uh Bill Cowher and Mike Tomlin as coaches why because they've been successful all those years Mm -hmm. now the 49ers if you go before 1972 49ers a really good organization However, they couldn't get over the top. They couldn't win a championship. Had a lead in 57 against the Lions, then blew it. Lions won a championship. 70, 71, 72, they ran into the Cowboys. Lost all three of those. But it was a good organization, but it wasn't getting over the top. But I think the Steelers, overall, from, say, 1972 on, have been more consistent than the Niners have been. And obviously, the Steelers have won one of their championships. So I am going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the 49ers might be back on the upswing with the talent that they've got and Kyle Shanahan signing a deal. And they're going to be up there. But so the Steelers are going to be as well. When Ben's done, they'll bring in a new quarterback and they'll just continue on uh, with, with what they've always done since 1972. So right now, I'm saying the Steelers. Now, the 49ers win the next three Super Bowls in a row, eh, I can change my mind. But right now, I think it's the Steelers because of the consistency. Well, I'm leaving the... New England Patriots out because, look, 11 Super Bowl appearances, six yeah. wins, okay? Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous what they've been able to accomplish, but it's all in the last 20 years as yeah, far as that It's a microwave dynasty. Stuff. It's a microwave yeah. dynasty. I mean, that's that's a big microwave oven right there of 20 years, yeah. but still, yes. It's, and it's one coach, one quarterback, to your point about the Steelers being able to do it with a variety of different people. They've never been bad in the Super Bowl era. They've never right. been bad, you know? I mean, the 49ers, you're right, big dips. 99 go 4-12. and 12. I mean, Mariucci, it's so funny how his career went because 13-3, and 12-4, and 4, then 4-12, and 6-10, then back to 12-4, and 4, and then 10-6, and 6, but not good in the playoffs. And that cost him his job ultimately. And then you look at uh, Mike Nolan not doing well and Mike Singletary not doing well, then the resurrection with Harbaugh and all of that. But then they dropped down again, you know, right. in, into the abyss with a 2-14 and 14 Chad Kelly season, yep. um, Chip Kelly Jim season. Jim Sula. Jim Tom Sula. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. they've had periods where it's di- it's dipped pretty bad. So I'm going to go with consistency and 
the Pittsburgh Steelers. How about Kyle Shanahan? Six and ten, four and twelve. You know, but they don't give up hope, and then he rewards them with a Super Bowl appearance last year. Yeah. All right, I'm with you. Who's better? We decide. It's the San Francisco 49ers. All right. Well, let's. I mean, we decide as the Pittsburgh Steelers rather. Let's do this then. So we decided that the the Steelers are better than the 49ers. Let's go the Dallas Cowboys versus the San Francisco 49ers, Johnny. Who's better? Franchise history. I don't want to say the Cowboys. Well, let, let me just a little tell the tape. I don't want to say the Cowboys. Eight Super Bowl appearances, five wins. But look at the last quarter century. Yes. of this franchise's performance. Now, to the 49ers credit, you look at in the, you know, since 2000 being actually in the teens being able to at least get to a couple of Super Bowls. They lost them Kaepernick lost that one in the Superdome against yep. the Baltimore Ravens and you had what happened last year to them. The Cowboys haven't sniffed an NFC Championship game in 25 years. They haven't sniffed very many playoff wins. Yeah. The Niners. I actually was thinking about this because I was watching uh, over the weekend. I was watching uh, the show Timeline. I don't know if NFL Network still does it, but mm-hmm. it's an awesome show. Um, it They did this show called Tale of Two Cities in two parts, talking about the Dallas and San Francisco rivalry. And interestingly enough, the rivalry basically stopped in 1995. I mean, yeah. it basically stopped then. And I started doing the math, and I was like, well, because the Cowboys haven't won very many playoff games. And the Niners have been kind of up and around. and all. The 49ers have at least won playoff games. The 49ers have gone to Super Bowls even when they haven't been good. The Cowboys had periods of the 70s and a period in the 90s, and that's it. That's it, Niners. Gosh, yeah. Niners. It's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, just facts. For the reasons you just pointed out, Cowboys bottoming out way too much, lack of postseason success, and, you know, it's funny because, you know, I bring up Vanderkid, my one-man focus group of uh, NFL stuff every <laughs> once in a while, and he was talking about, well, you know, Dad, like Tony Romo was really good, and, and you look at Whitney was really good, and, and Des Bryant, I'm like, yeah, they were. They were. He's like, well, aren't they as good as the guys that, you know, played in the Aikman era and Staubach and all that? I said, all right, listen, you know, you sound like a new wave Dallas. He's not a Dallas fan, <laughs> but you sound like a new wave Dallas fan. I mean, listen, Dallas. Don't insult your own franchise by putting those guys in the same conversation of guys who want Super Bowls for you. Are you kidding? I mean, this is a proud franchise that was awesome. There's a reason why they are who they are, all right, why they have the reputation, why it won't go away, because for a while they were doomsday. They were that awesome in this league. 70s, a little bit in the 80s, uh, but really, you know, 90s obviously got rolling with the three Super Bowl wins. I mean, and then, look, they've got good players. Those guys are good players, but they don't belong with those other guys in their own franchises, Mount Rushmore. Sorry, don't get me on a roll. Here I am arguing oh. Dallas stuff. Well, here's the thing. you can Just think about this, Mark. What? You can count the Cowboys' playoff wins on one hand. And mm-hmm. who's had since 1995? Since 1995, after they won the Super Bowl and beat the uh, – Beat Steelers. What is it? Three. I think it's it's three. And how many the Texans have? So since the Texans became a franchise in two thousand two, who has more playoff wins? Texans or Cowboys? Te- Texans have more playoff wins. So there you go. I mean that's amazing. Really. Boom roasted. I mean since two thousand two, but Dallas is still Dallas because of the previous uh, achievements. And look, you can't take that away from them. Eight Super nope. Bowl appearances, five Super Bowl wins. All right, who's better? Let's keep it going. Oppose. Let's get off this franchise stuff, and I hate talking about these teams. All right, okay. Texans will play the Steelers this year on the road. Now, and Dallas in the preseason. No action with San Francisco. Now, the opposing stadium battle here. You know, people ask us all the time, well, what's your favorite road stadium to go to? And I always, you know, ask, well, what for what? Is it for yeah. the broadcast or what I think is the best atmosphere and all that? But let's just match these two up. Better stadium, Tennessee or Jacksonville? Go. Better stadium is Tennessee. Actual it's, physical plant. They, they're very, very similar. Very similar. Mm-hmm. But from my standpoint, and, and this is – this is my standpoint. 
Right. Tennessee, you've got the locker room, and it's right next to the interview room. <laughs> so everything is contained. In Jacksonville, you have to go all the way down the hallway oh, gosh. Yeah, for the interview room. So mm-hmm. I have to interview a player, and then, okay, thanks. Got to run down the hallway and hope that I catch Coach coming out of the, coming out of the interview room. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't go there last year, obviously. Now, you know how I feel about going to Jacksonville. I love it because I'm able to see friends yeah. and uh, people that I've known for a very, very long time are right. like family to me. So I, I get that part. But just stadium logistics, it's so much better in Tennessee. In Jacksonville, you come out of that one tunnel on the other side of the field, so you got to cross over the field mm-hmm. to get to the other side. And it's just okay, but that's, that's odd. That's- that's your plight. What about the yes. fan experience in those buildings? What do you think of that? Well, I've only seen a game as a fan at Jacksonville. And if you sit right. up in the second deck, I will tell you this. If you sit up in the second deck, it's a pretty gorgeous view from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, from St. Jacksonville John River. Because you get St. John's River. I've been up there for a night game. I saw the Steelers and the Jags one Monday night, and it was mm-hmm. gorgeous up there. I mean, gorgeous. Now, I would think Nashville has the same thing. But the stadiums are very, very similar. I, I don't think yeah. there's, there's anything to the stadium. Like, you look at the stadium, mm-hmm. and you just took out, like, all the ambiance and stuff. You're like, it's kind of the same stadium. See, kind of built uh, t- the same. Tennessee, their stadium used to be sponsored by a builder, and they still have those little mock buildings on the, the level. <laughs> you, you know yes. what I'm talking about? On the concourse yes. level yes. in That's the exactly end zone that faces. I didn't even know what that was. That's what that is because it was LP Field. I think it's LP Builders or something. And oh, they still have the right, little mock, right. the, the little funny-looking buildings. And it's, I'm like thinking, you got to get rid of that. You I don't have the money from was. them anymore. It's Nissan Stadium now. And Jacksonville, the thing I like about Jacksonville is there is some history. It's a Gator Bowl, right? Now, yes. they revamped it around the same time that Tennessee built their stadium. So they kind of came of age at the same time-ish. Uh, the one thing I like about the uh, the old Gator Bowl, Jacksonville Stadium, is I've actually called a Gator Bowl in there with the uh, University of Miami facing Georgia Tech, and Bill O'Brien yeah. was on the sideline of that Georgia right. Tech uh, team uh, with Joe Hamilton calling signals for them, and Hurricanes won, of course. But, uh, yeah, I, I would go Jacksonville maybe. And, Johnny, as far as the view goes, you can't beat Jacksonville from the broadcast uh, booth. Cannot beat oh, it. It's perfect. It's so. unbelievable. The view is, the view is gorgeous from that, from that booth. And – Jacksonville has pools and cabanas. They do. They do. And they enabled me to make a joke about the pool because they have two <laughs> pools. And one has kids and one has, uh, you know, really good-looking people who are models who are paid to be in there by a yes. beer company. But uh, but I joked on the air that, you know, the pool with the kids seems a little murky compared <laughs> to the other one. And I'm wondering why. Yeah, you don't have to wonder very long. All right. Yeah. Who's better? Let's keep it going here. Announcer time, Johnny. Oh, yeah. They... Don't do too much of the same sport here. Some, but you'll get my drift here. Joe Buck or Mike Tirico? Who's better, Joe Buck or Mike Tirico? Now, Buck, NFL football, obviously, Major League Baseball. Tirico doesn't do baseball. I'm sure he could. Uh, He does some NFL football, of course, for NBC. They both do golf. Tirico does more, has done more than Joe Buck, who's done more recent years since Fox picked up that U.S. Open contract. Uh, What are your thoughts? Who's better, Joe Buck or Mike Tirico? I'm going to lean Buck on this one, and I love Mike. Mike's not doing Notre Dame football, and I think he adds adds a significant amount to Notre Dame football. But I have felt for years like Joe Buck has been criminally underrated. I I just see the hate that people have for him, and I'm like, I think Joe is good. I I like Joe, and the fact he can do a number of sports, so can Tarico. I will say this. I didn't want to show my bias, but – in 2017, when we played the Bengals, he called that Thursday night game. Oh, and yeah. so he came down to the field prior to the game, and he could not have been nicer. I mean, could not have been nicer. He just walked up. He introduced himself to me. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm Mike Tirico. And I was like, "Like, I don't know who you are. And so mm-hmm. we talked for about 10 minutes, and this was after Harvey. So he's asking me, how is my family? Uh, how is everything going on in Houston? I mean, it was, it was amazing. And I he's, didn't know that he was – I didn't know whether he was using that for, you know, hey, I talked to a Texan source during the game, and he, I didn't know whether he was going to use that or not or what. I didn't really care. But he just seemed so nice and was easy to get along with. I've never met Joe. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, he seems like a nice guy. I've seen him on Brockmire. Mm-hmm. He seems funny. But I just think big game, I like, I like Mike 
doing the college big games. I remember a Miami game. I think it was Miami-West Virginia in 03 on a Thursday night, and Tarico called the game, and I thought it was brilliant. I thought he was so, so good in a really big game for Miami. But I think Joe, I'm just going to put him a shade ahead of Tarico, and I really like Mike. I, I think that's fair. And, look, this is like somebody once told me, play-by-play guys. Some people like blondes. Some people like brunettes, you know. Uh, Tarico is a super nice guy. You're right. I met him in the 90s when I was doing UMass stuff, and he was doing a lot of ESPN college basketball, so our, our paths crossed a lot back then. Uh, I always thought he worked so hard to up his game because back then, if you said, oh, this guy's going to do Monday Night Football, this guy's going to do everything he did, I thought I would think, well, really? Uh, because, you know, he was good. But yeah. I think he's actually gotten so much better over the years, and I love him calling a game. I really do. Yeah. Uh, you know, Buck, too, I, I agree that Buck gets uh, – he gets beaten up for sometimes no good reason. Uh, I think Buck has handled the golf actually pretty well, considering yeah. he's not a golf guy. And he doesn't get a lot of golf reps, and I think golf is a much more difficult sport than people realize. Uh, but Tarico does everything so well. He does golf well. He still does radio, which I love. He does the NBA Finals on radio. He'll he'll sneak on to Westwood One and do as much as he can. Uh, yeah. He's buddies with Howie Deneroff, who runs Westwood One Sports, and they both went to Syracuse. Where else? Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. My my personal preference is Tarico, uh, but, you know, it's probably skewed by just knowing the guy a little bit, and um, and I really love him. So, uh, it, again, you can't go wrong with either announcer. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay, you're going to give me the answer to this one after the break. Okay. In, it's who's better. That's the segment, but this is what's better. What's a better football, entertainment, fictional uh, presentation? Varsity Blues, the movie, or Friday Night Lights, the TV show? What's better? Tell me next, and we'll go around the league as well. Pro Bowl, an interesting place this year. It's Texans Radio. Can't get enough Texans Radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that. And I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MY-CAT-19 or visit mustangcat.com slash two-step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. Well, looky here. The Yankees are fighting for a three-year-old document to not be opened that could potentially implicate them as cheaters. 
The Yankees insist that even though they've brought in their attorneys, quote, we're not doing this to cover up some smoking gun. Will a New York judge overrule the Yankees and MLB? Oh, please let them open this letter and please let us find out the contents of this letter. And finally expose New Yorkers for the dirty cheaters they are? Ha ha. Welcome to the club. Jump in. The water's warm, buddy. Stay tuned, H-Town. All right. Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. The pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday morning. Wait, no, that's bacon. And it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again. Let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Going somewhere? The Texans mobile app. Don't leave home without it. Mike Gundy made a new video killing OAN, Johnny. It's got 863,000 views. And as a broadcast professional, I, I've never really watched. I, I don't even know where OAN is on on my. I don't even know if I get it. Like I've seen the video clips, you know, because they pass through. People retweet stuff or whatever. Yeah. Look at this. Uh, <laughs> for whatever I never reason, heard of it. I never heard of it until yeah. it's. Well, somebody had tweeted that picture out earlier, Mark, and they they said OAN stood for Oklahoma. I can't remember what it said, but they had some different acronym, and so I didn't pay it much mind. I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, you um, thought it was like Oklahoma something, or? Well, well, yeah, but because whoever tweeted it, Oklahoma said, oh, Action I, Network, OAN. That's what I, I thought remember, it was. <laughs> that's what he. Oh, never mind. That's what somebody had had tweeted, so I just yeah. kind of like, oh, okay, no big deal. I didn't, I didn't get why, like, what OAN uh-huh. had to do anything. I thought it was, you know, taking a, a you know, backhanded slap at the Sooners or something like that. That's the way the tweet came off. Yeah, that was not what it was. And, of course, I found out later on what it was. was uh-oh, this not good. So, yeah, he put out a second video today, and mm-hmm. he said the words that he probably should have said the first time, which are, and men learn these words, I'm sorry. I mean, he's married, men, right? women, everybody. If you're married, kids, you know these words very well. Yes, but everybody said can many learn times. to use them, I'm mm. sorry. And here are right. two others you can use, too. I'm wrong. That's. Use those words. Yeah, things you'd you're, be better off. Well, I think if you're if you're very if you're contrite if you're sincere, uh, mm-hmm. depending on what you know you're apologizing for, of course. But of course. very often yeah, people, yeah. you know, people can be forgiving. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's funny because with that network, like the big three news channels, I you know me, I watch everything just to see presentation and like what kind of sets they're using, the graphics, right. and you know, never mind what they're you know saying. And 
uh, that one is definitely not like the other three. You know, I mean, I've I've heard Rachel Maddow praise not praise Bill O'Reilly for his content, but like the show, like the way it was put together. She's like, yeah, that was a good show. Uh, the way they did it, you know, um, just not the content, but the presentation, which is a totally different thing in broadcast. All right, let's get off that topic. Yeah. I just noticed that Gundy did another video. So tell me. Varsity Blues or Friday Night Lights TV show, not the movie, because I know you hate the movie, Johnny, because it's yeah, historically yeah. inaccurate and it doesn't go by the book, which was, you know, the book was based on real life by Buzz Bissinger. So what do you think? Oh, by the way, Buzz Bissinger is one hell of a guest. I had him on my overnight show. Oh, yeah. I, I remember used to record you said. my interviews. And do you still have that? We should run I, that. I don't know. <laughs> it was 35 minutes long. Uh, I mean, he was brilliant. Did oh, you take I, breaks? I, I, Weren't you on well, a network? I broke. I broke it up in between. Oh, yeah, it's right. Okay, I played yeah. over a couple of segments. It was nice. outstanding. He was so good. Um, the TV show, Friday Night Lights, the TV show was was awesome. It it did. It had a really interesting run, and it was on NBC. And then the second or third season, there was a writer strike. And it was the second season because the second season just ends. And we're like, whoa. And my wife and I were binge watching it after the fact that we could understand, like, wait a second. What happens to Smash? What's going on? And so we were all. And then we read that it was about the writer's strike. Well, then they come back in season three and they um, like season three. They didn't know where they were going to come back. And then I think it went to direct TV. And it really became kind of a more of a cultish series after it was done. And it was yeah. brilliant. Kyle Chandler was awesome. Um, uh, dang it. Why am I um, – I'm losing track on who his wife was. Minka Kelly was not his wife, but she was on the show. I know. Yeah, that. she was on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Riggins was outstanding. I mean, mm-hmm. I just – it was such a great – it was such a great show. And I thought very, very well done. Peter Berg uh, was one of the producers of the show. And he's done a number of different things, a number of sports things. He now does uh, QB1, which is a documentary. Um, and it was just really, really well done. And I thought Kyle Chandler as the coach was just absolutely uh, fantastic. So I thought the TV show, uh, by, a, by a long shot, um, was, the, um, was the one I would say. Now, Varsity Blues... It's um, over the top. It's it was over the good. Top. It yeah. was good, but uh, it was not. Why am I blanking on what her name? Connie Britton. Good grief. Connie Britton and Kyle Chandler were really, really good in that series. I mean, really good. And in the very first show, Mac Brown makes a cameo. He does, and he's very good. He's actually very good. I remember I, that. I'm, I'm ashamed to say I have not watched the series, Johnny. I've watched an episode here there. I definitely watched the first one with Mac Brown so I could talk about it on the air the next day, and that was pretty much it. I dropped it. I don't know why. Maybe I had too many other shows going on at the time. All right, other things going on. Uh, Texans will observe Juneteenth as a holiday on Friday. Uh, the front office will, the front office, the business office and everything. Um, I think you can still get through on the lines. We'll still have a show. Look, you and I, we do shows Christmas Day, New Year's, July 4th. Thanksgiving, there's usually a triple header. So, you know, we get Thanksgiving off unless this year we're playing. So that'll be cool. Uh, But I thought I'd mention that. Also, the Pro Bowl, Johnny, will Uh take place in Vegas. Now, I saw that news break and I immediately texted DP Sidhu. Johnny, less than an hour later, she said, I have booked rooms for everybody (laughs) Uh, already. I mean, she jumped on that thing. I have never seen her act so fast on any particular. I mean, this is amazing. Uh, of course, like if I said the Pro Bowl is going to be, I don't know, name a spot, you know, back in Mobile, Orlando, Alabama. Yeah, no chance. No, yeah, chance. no chance. That's me. Uh, at the Greenbrier. The Pro Bowl is going to be at the oh. Greenbrier. Oh. <laughs> She's not going. <laughs> but no Vegas, uh, it was on. So I think it's great. You know, I, I think there are two places on the mainland that are far superior to anything else they could do. Maybe three. I think L.A. would still play in the winter. I, I do. But it's still, you know, it's a little chilly. It's even yeah. chilly in the summer in L.A. sometimes. My, I think Miami would be a terrific permanent sort of home yeah. for the Pro Bowl. But now that you have Vegas as an NFL city, I think Vegas is a good spot. It's cold in the winter. People don't realize this. It's chilly if you haven't been to Vegas in the winter. It's pretty chilly in the winter. But you know what? Who cares? You're in Vegas. Vegas, you'll get over it. 
Yeah, it's Vegas. I mean, come on. Yeah. If you ask the players, hey, look, not that Orlando has been a bad setting. It feels like the players have had a really good time in Orlando, and they've gone to Disney World. I remember BMAC taking his family to yeah. Disney World when he made the Pro Bowl. And, and But the problem is it's, it's rained. It's rained the last, I yeah. think, two years or two of the last three years. It's rained. It just was awful. It's so like Houston that, that time of year. It's hit or miss. You know, you could get some really chilly days. You could get a beautiful week. You might, yeah. but it's not a guarantee to say the least. But Vegas, I mean, Vegas, come on. Who, do, who doesn't want to go to Vegas? Yeah. I'm sure there are, some, there are some elder states in the league that were formerly pro bowlers regularly that aren't now. They're going, what? Yeah. You made me go to Orlando, and now, I, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that the NHL and the NFL have. They've now got a reason to go to Vegas. Yeah, they've got a reason oh. to go to Vegas. It's a beautiful thing, Johnny, and I, cool. I would love to see it back in Hawaii at some point if they could fix up Aloha Stadium, which is a total dump. I mean, think of the dumpiest stadium you've ever been to. It's Aloha Stadium. I think they've made some improvements, but the league just can't tolerate it anymore. I mean, it's just it's completely outgrown that place. It did years before they stopped going there. So that was it. All right, that's going to do it for the show tonight. It sailed by, uh, but we covered a lot of stuff, and it was fun. And this will be up on HoustonTexans.com and the Texans app soon enough. There are plenty of stories, plenty of videos. Hey, Cal McNair catches up with Romeo Cornell, along with Hannah McNair and Janice McNair, Conversations for Change. Uh, That went up last night. That is up on the website, so go check it out. It's gotten well over 100,000 views already, so it's uh, it's really catching fire. And our next guest, I don't want to promote it just yet because we haven't done the interview, but... Uh, it's going to be another really great one. So uh, another great episode or edition of Conversations for Change, that new series. So go check it out. Johnny, thanks a lot for everything as always, my friend. And Bridget, thank you for producing. Have a great night, everyone, and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer, brewed with great taste and only 96 calories, available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Houston Methodist is still here for you, seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. Ah, the pitter-patter, splitter-splatter of Sunday mornings. Wait, no, that's bacon, and it's spitting all over your PJs. Stains can ruin any moment. Get them out with Tide, America's number one detergent. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Welcome back to Cachata Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cachata. It's Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Have you heard about our Picks for Six? <laughs> it's a special just for you. It lets you mix and match all kinds of different things, all for just $6 each. You can choose between our papadillas, a medium one-topping pizza, cheese sticks, wings, poppers. How about some garlic knots? Even the garlic Parmesan breadsticks are included in all kinds of desserts. So try the Picks for Six from Papa John's today. Order online or give us a call. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's, Houston. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. 
Hey, Texans fans, are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. The LSU Tigers are coming to Houston. Will the defending national champions be just as dominant on the field in 2020? Will they be able to replace key players lost in the NFL draft in order to create another national championship caliber team? Only one way to find out. Head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to witness the defending national champs take on the hometown Rice out. Visit RiceLSU2020.com to reserve your seats today. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the camaraderie of the other bikers, a band of brothers always there for you, rain or shine, to the amazing savings you get with Geico on your motorcycle insurance and accessories coverage all year round. But for Bucky Hornhill, it was one reason in particular. It was my helmet hair. I was born with helmet hair. I've tried to cut it a bunch of times, even buzzing it, but it immediately just goes back to helmet hair. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com slash community. Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again, J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone. Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority waitlist for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. 